In the town of Nebanir, Marin has counted her coins and found the value wanting. Now she searches for odd jobs to fund her small quest. But will luck find her? And how far will her companion's patience stretch? Welcome back to Blood Gold. Diana, when we last left off, Marin and the kobolds had made their way to the town of Nebanir and found a small tavern called the Rod and Den. And this is a tavern. It has some rooms above it uh, and a stable. It's run by a short and stout woman named Samir. And she basically told you that you could stay there for the night, um, and you said that you were looking for jobs. She said that they're always willing to pay for game, for uh, for food, for the tavern. Uh, we left off with Marin, Akrea, and Sorel finishing their dinner in a sort of awkward, tense silence. Are there any scenes that you want to get to before tucking in for the night? No, no. I think we just go to sleep, probably in that same tense, awkward silence. Yeah, I can kind of see the three of you going up to the room and undoing your packs and getting ready for the night and just kind of not talking much. Sorel still kind of like looking to you and to Akrea and exchanging some rushed whispers with Akrea as the three of you get ready for bed. And you go to sleep in this tavern and have a dreamless, fine sleep. Good. Finally. (laughs) Desperately needed. So the three of you tuck in for the night. You're going to uh, refresh your health and uh, HP and MP. Yeah, you have a a calm, dreamless sleep. Uh, And... I assume Marin probably wakes up very early in the morning. Always. Yeah. Military time. Yep. And uh, the kobolds are still asleep. Of course they are. Um, I head downstairs. I don't wake up the kobolds yet. But I head downstairs to hopefully talk to some of the tavern staff and get an idea of where is a good spot to go get ga- to go get game, to go hunt. Is there anything in particular they're looking for? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So Samir is down there, the proprietor of the inn, and she lets you know that basically there's, so to the north of Nebanir, there's a a length of farmland, just acres and acres of farmland. And uh, she also said that you could, you know, get work helping out on the farms as well, if that was something that you wanted to do. But she lets you know that there are basically two options before around Nebanir. You can go into the thick woods to the east and south, or the uh, thinner woods on the west and north, basically. The difference in the type of game that you're going to get is uh, you'll essentially get bigger game 
in the thinner woods, but it's a little harder to find. There's less of it, mm-hmm. whereas there's lots of small game in the thick woods is is essentially the the difference there. And she is happy to take anything. She'll she'll pay for essentially anything that you can get. Copy that. So I then go upstairs and I how does Marin wake them up? She kicks Sorel's foot. Uh lightly. I'm not trying to like maim anybody. Yeah. Sorel kind of her eyes still closed. She kind of just Obviously, I kick her again. I continue to kick her until she wakes up. Not, not, give me some more. I'm still sleeping. I just keep kicking her until she wakes up. I literally just keep kicking her. <laughs> um, how how long? You're are you? You're just tapping her foot. No, I'm kicking her. I want to be clear that I'm kicking her. I'm not tapping her foot. There's a difference between tapping and kicking. There's a little bit more force with kick. There's a swing back. Oh, I see. I am kicking her. I see. I'm just kicking her foot. Again, I'm not like trying to maim her, Mm -hmm. but I am kicking her. There is force behind every kick. Okay. Uh, Then, yes, eventually she goes, she kind of scrambles and she goes, oh, oh, wait. um, Oh, hey, Marin. Is it morning? Good morning. Good morning. Meet me downstairs. And then I go downstairs. Okay. Now sounds like a good time for condition checks, probably for you. And you don't wake up Akraya? No. Okay. She's being salty. So I'm not waking her up. All right. Sarah will wake her up, I'm (laughs) assuming. Fair, fair, fair. Don't be salty. We need money. Plus, what am I going to do? Kick her? So she's salty more? I don't want to deal with more saltiness. Also. Also. I, I know our, our listeners sometimes listen to this and enjoy these these little asides. But as you were describing Sorrel waking up, I literally had almost PTSD flashes to waking you up. <laughs> Very similar process to waking you up. It's insane. So there's an aside for those of you that care. Zach sleeps forever. Okay. Condition checks. It is my strength and my spirit. One day I will have this memorized. Today's not that day. Woo, a 10. Woo, oh, good. Yay, You're and good. I get a bonus. Yep. Oh, no, it's an 11. Ooh. Not that it really matters, but it's going to be my spirit. That's going to get the boost. Okay. Akraya. A three. I think that's fitting. <laughs> that makes sense. Poor Akraya. And there's a downside, right? Wow, that's extremely bad. Doesn't my HP go down or something, right? Like, uh, no, no, no. Uh, only if you get a two, you get a status effect. Okay. Um, but for a three, you're just in really rough shape. Okay. And then for Sorrel... Seven. Sorrel is feeling pretty good today. And as you see them come down the stairs after you well actually i guess you have some time because sorrel needs to get akraya up and ready so what what are you doing when you go back downstairs breakfast i think okay can you afford breakfast i can afford my own breakfast of jerky (laughs) so i'm eating myself jerky i also think as you're hanging out downstairs um samir walks by and she goes um 
by the way, if, if you're going to be staying in town for a couple nights, you know, I don't know how long you're planning on on trying to stay and, and do some jobs. But uh, I just wanted to let you know there is a bathhouse in town where if you need to uh, get, you know, cleaned up, rest and relax and, and you know, get cleaned up. Um, there's there's I just want to let you know there there's a couple actually in Nebanir. There There's two really nice bathhouses. Uh, in Nebanir, if uh, just 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 in case you're planning on staying for a few days, thank you. I think the kobolds will really enjoy a bathhouse. Yeah, I can Well, I, I mean, I, have they been to one yet? Do I look like I care? Uh, no, I guess not. Just so that the listener understands what's happening here, <laughs> Marin woke up and knew that one of the kobolds was going to be salty. All day long. She woke up feeling great. Phenomenal even. But one of the kobolds will be salty. And then this stranger just told her she smells. So the few manners that Marin still has are not present in this moment. Back to the scene. (laughs) I feel I feel like... We were on the verge of a breakthrough for Marin, and then she had the much like you know anyone dealing with with an issue. We we were seeing some really great progress with mm-hmm. Marin, where she, she saw the pegas, and the pegas were kind of like encouraging her to to move forward, and she was taking steps to kind of open up a little bit. And then she had that dream, mm-hmm. and I think we've uh, regressed a little bit. If anybody knows anything about learning. This is how one learns. Mm-hmm. It's not a straight trajectory. It's full of pits and falls and backwards and it's hard to learn new things. Yeah. And Marin's salty about it. <laughs> so I think Samir kind of uh, senses how uh, her her light suggestion. What? It, was it light? <laughs> I don't think you could call what just happened light. I think she was trying to be tactful. She was... I'm sure trying to be tactful. <laughs> she failed in trying to be tactful, but she, I'm sure, tried. And she, uh, uh, she, she kind of walks away as Sorrel and Acrea come down the stairs. Uh, Sorrel looking pretty, pretty good, and Acrea not looking good at all. Looking very, uh, just run down, exhausted, totally beaten up. Marin hands. A slice of bread to Sorrel, but gives jerky to Acrea. Oh, okay. Look at me erasing our rations. I know. And I so I think Acrea kind of takes it and she nods at you as she takes it. And Sorrel holds her piece of bread and she looks at the jerky that you gave Acrea and she looks at the jerky that you're eating and then she looks at her piece of bread. Um... Uh, okay. <laughs> and then she takes a bite of the bread. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. I feel bad. After a little bit, I give her the rest of my jerky. Oh, okay. I feel bad. Yeah, she got like, she's like oh, all right, okay. <laughs> she eats the she eats the jerky. And uh, she goes on, as she's kind of gnawing on this jerky, she goes, so, uh, so what's the... What's the plan? Did you? Are we gonna go to the post office today, or are we gonna go? We're going hunting. Oh yeah, yes. It'll be good practice, and we can restock our own coffers. 
while making some money. So we're going hunting. I think a Craig goes, um, do we have a plan for, uh, for our, uh, hunt? Do we know, is there, is, is there anything that we're looking for? Something that's killable and probably in the South Forest. All right. And she finishes off her jerky and, uh, sort of goes, um, Yes, yes, I can't wait to go hunting something. Yeah, I can totally see Sorrel, like, bouncing in her chair, like, all right, it's time to go. You guys can eat your jerky on the way. Let's go. Like, I can totally see Sorrel doing that. Yeah, absolutely. She she scarfs down the last of uh, the ration you gave her, and she kind of, like, hops out of her seat. She goes, all right, uh, great. And she, you, she, like, pulls out her little, like, makeshift sword and, like, checks it, puts it back, like, adjusts her pack, and is like, all right, when, when, when are we rolling out? Soon as possible. Great, great. Yeah, let's go. Are we? Uh, do we need to get Osmer? Do we need to get Osmer? That's a good question. I'm gonna say no, but I don't know how far the f- the south forest is from where we are. Is it very far? Uh, no. It's just uh after town. You you pa- you came here from the south. Yeah, that's what so I thought. This is sort of the the pine and broadleaf forest that you walked through mm-hmm. if you're trying to go to the south to look for some smaller game yeah that's what that's why i picked the south because we came from there and i was like i i can't get lost i don't know that Marin would but diana can't mm-hmm. so i don't think we take my osmer because i think we're gonna end up being here for another night not that i want to do that but i do think that's what's gonna end up happening so i'd like to give osmer some proper rest so you will be able to take only what you personally can carry, mm-hmm. which I think should be fine because you basically just... Al- I I can hold 14 things mm-hmm. and I'm cor- currently holding one. Okay. I can hold 13 dead birds. Does one like shoot rabbits? Uh, one can shoot rabbits. Yes. I know hunting rabbits tends to be with tracks. She says this based on books, romance novels from... Regency period times. I don't know how people hunt now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the the easiest way to get rabbit is through trap, uh, like traps and snares. Okay. But you can absolutely, yeah, you can absolutely shoot rabbit. Okay. I don't, we don't, none of us have any shooting weapons, but I figure we don't have traps either, so. Yeah, that's true. Now, you have animal tracking, the hunter skill, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. Okay. Is there anything that you need to do? I feed Osmer before we go. Okay. And that's it. Yeah, he, he looks more content than he has been recently because this is a pretty decent stable that is meant for him and does not feature Saurians uh, kind of shouting all right. through the night. Right. So he seems in a pretty good mood. Yeah, you, you set out um, yep. making your way through the town of Nebanir. As we said last time, it's kind of a, it's a pretty uh, dense town. And uh, it's got these cobblestone streets and it's it's pretty busy. There's lots of people making their way about. There is, uh, I think you pass uh, a fountain, uh, like a, a large water fountain um, with like this clear blue water that people are like filling uh, up canteens and filling up jugs and stuff. Just general merchants uh, selling all sorts of things and just a a, a, a bustling town as you go back to the road or the gate that you entered the town in the sky is clear 
It is a warm spring day. You can hear birds in the forest kind of flittering and, and singing. And I'm wondering about this bonus to your spirit mm-hmm. and maybe why you think that you are in strong spirit and how that might manifest as you're making your way. I just think that this is her element, right? Like social interactions, relationship interactions aside, because that is not her element. All of this is her element. Hunting is her element. Like being on a mission is her element. This being out in nature, that is her element. So I just think that she's kind of like, she's been in a little bit of turmoil since that dream. Obviously, like things did not go well. Um, And I think this kind of feels restorative to her. It's kind of like sets things right that were kind of a little off kilter. Mm-hmm. She just kind of feels like she's coming back into alignment. I feel like I sound like a yoga instructor. <laughs> but that's kind of what's that's what's going on with her. She's just kind of like recalibrating herself. Cool. Why don't you give me a journey check? I will not. No journey checks ever again. I'm fine with my 11 and no disadvantages. Okay, Please okay. and thank you. Travel check. Strength and dexterity? Uh, yes. For each member of the team. One day I will remember what I have to roll. Marin, roll the three. Great. Super solid. That is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's real bad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What happens? Uh, so, well, so that's just a basic failure. It's not a critical failure or a fumble. So it's just have your HP. I hate that. I know. And I round down. Yep. That's a lot. Having your HP, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. Like, give me a stubbed toe. This is a lot. Okay. Sorel. That's a seven. That is also going to fail. Okay. Damn. What's the number I'm aiming for? Eight. Boo. I know. Like, not going to happen. We're all going to fail. You've, pa- you've passed. Not eights. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's higher. You've I, traveled through the woods. I call boosh. I super failed. Yes. Okay. We're all at half. We. I woke up fantastic. This journey, less fantastic. I, I think part of the way that this manifests is that you, your day in the woods hunting is not going as well as you had hoped. Right, yeah. What problems are you facing? I think we're finding a lot of birds. I know I made like a joke about birds earlier. Mm-hmm. We None of us have ranged weapons. We have magic, mm-hmm. but that's not how you hunt a bird. And we're just, we're finding a lot of animals that you need like ranged weapons for. And we're, we're all like close, close combat people. It's too unfamiliar and too heavily planted to like adequately be able to hunt like rabbits and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I probably should have gone to the side where I'd probably encounter a deer instead of the side where I'd probably encounter more birds. Probably should have made that call instead. So let me ask you this after a couple hours of, and I think we see, you know, the, the team trying to catch something. And I think one scene we see is like Sorrel trying to like sneak up on, 
a bird and she like jumps at it from behind a bush and it flies off out of her grasp. And do we have any of that with like Marin trying and failing to catch something or is she just- She would not get on the floor like that. That's not a thing you would see. <laughs> but I think you see her trying to like get at rabbit rabbits in their burrows with her spade and stuff. I mm. think you see her trying to do some of that. Do you eventually- after a few hours of this, do you give up and try to go to the other forest or do you try and stick it out here? So the way that I kind of see it is I see us slowly making our way to the east. Like we were kind of going in that direction mm. anyway is kind of how I see it happening. Thank you for listening to Heart Points. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 22 of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you doing, my darling? I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. It's the end of the school year. Today was a gorgeous day outside. My knees hurt. I'm old. So, you know, there's like a good combination of, yeah, okay. Good things. And like, this is just going to be a complaint I have forever because that's how old I am. My knees are going to hurt forever. My knees have hurt the entire time that you and I have dated. My knees have always hurt. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. My you, knees hurt right now. I'm sorry. It's okay. Do you want some Tylenol? No, I'm just old. You don't take medicine for things that are old. I, I mean, I... Uh, You're, no, you absolutely should, but that's not here or there. Today was great. It's the end of the school year. We're vaccinated. Our families are vaccinated. It's exciting times. It's definitely interesting times. It is definitely interesting times. Yeah, today was very nice. We went for a nice long walk with uh, the goblin. I am extremely tired. We can do it. We can push through being old. <laughs> being, being old parents, we can push through it. I am feeling so... I am really starting to feel the being an old parent thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know how people do it i don't know how people do it and i still don't even feel like a parent i like i catch myself thinking like all the time i'm like man i can't imagine being a parent in 2021 can't imagine trying to get, have a kid in this in this uh environment and then i'm like oh wait <laughs> i have a child it's different though because what we have is a baby technically she's a toddler now but i can't imagine having a kid Something that talks yeah. and has opinions. Something. Something that talks and has opinions. <laughs> and has like soccer practice that got canceled for a year. Oh, God. Yeah. My, I mean, my cousin has two kids. I think now they're five and four. And she was losing her mind because they are the most active kids ever. And she was stuck in the house with them. And she's a stay-at-home mom. So she was literally stuck in the house with these kids. They couldn't go anywhere. She was like, I need somebody to do any of these karate lessons online, please. <laughs> like, have them do something, please. She was losing her mind. She was losing her mind. I would never want this. I mean, no one wants a pandemic. Well, yeah. But we got unbelievably fortunate with this pandemic. And that it came when our... When our baby was born. Yeah. Like, at the very beginning of... Like... We were going to be home anyway. Mm. We weren't really going to see anyone anyway. She doesn't do much anyway. Like, it kind of just all worked out beautifully for us yeah. in the kid department. If you have something with opinions, I'm really sorry. <laughs> what, what else has been important? Um, this is not a campfire. Don't go down that hole. I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to go down that, like, okay. too deep. 
But I feel like usually we check in. We talk yeah. about like one or two things that are that are kind of important to we us. We do. We do. You just leave it open like that. You ask what else is important to us, and I'm going to start talking about Vincenzo, and that's not We're what not, this, that's no, not what this is about. Absolutely not. Can we just say that we've been watching the Australian children's <sighs> show Bluey nonstop, and we probably like it more than the Goblin. Uh, we definitely like it more than the Goblin. <laughs> I am an ice queen. Not very many movies make me cry, especially about parenting. I often find things to complain about with the parents. Bluey has made me cry now three times with these episodes. They're just phenomenal. And all of the parents that I am friends with that are aware of Bluey all say the same thing. They all love Bluey. I have not met someone who does not like Bluey. It's extremely good. And if you have access to Disney Plus, which is where we've been watching it, or uh, access to it otherwise, uh, I highly recommend checking it out if you are a parent, whether or not your kid watches it. She does love the intro and outro song. She does. Like, she will... Every time an episode comes up, she like pops up and dances along with the intro song. And then she promptly stops paying attention as Diane and I watch the rest of the episode and then sometimes cry about its depiction of like parenthood and growing up and just like really positive messaging around families. It's really good. And it also like most episodes are about Bluey and her friends playing pretend with one another and i think it is a masterclass in role playing oh 100 percent, 100 percent. i i know you said that if you're a parent you should watch this but i think anybody should watch this if you i don't think non i i not, I, not to be like non-parents won't understand but like i i i don't think it's as interesting to people who it probably isn't but if you're watching it and you don't have kids then I think you will still appreciate how these parents have all of the patience in the world and how everyone <laughs> in this show is just amazing at improv. Yes. Amazing at improv. Yeah, the whole the whole show is just about a family that's really good at improv. Yeah. Um, and also, and one of the reasons that we like it really a, a lot um, is that we try to have all of our television, or all of our children's television at least, uh, in European Portuguese. Sometimes Brazilian Portuguese, but if we can... European Portuguese. And uh, that's one of the things that, you know, I was really anti Disney plus for ever. Um, and but Disney has basically its entire catalog has some form of Portuguese, a lot of European Portuguese. And that's been super cool to be able to have that on uh, as kind of ambient sound for the goblin. Um, has, has been really nice. So yeah, Bluey. And in Portuguese. I like the Portuguese dub better than the Australian dub. I do too. It's just really good. If you speak a foreign language and you would like your goblins to speak a foreign language, like it's nice to be able to kind of just have ambient sound in that language. Mm -hmm. Just they, I mean, even if they don't pick up anything, at least it's sort of familiar, yeah. which is kind of what we're going for. I should talk to the multi-language learning team at my work to see like if there's actually anything to that or if it's just going to be noise because we try to speak to her in Portuguese mm -hmm. as well. And we have some Portuguese books and stuff. So we're trying to like make it a part of her uh, vocabulary. But um, I wonder if that ambient noise is actually useful. Anyway, I don't know. That's how I learned Spanish. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. 
I've picked up some Portuguese by just watching yeah. all these children shows in Portuguese. Yeah, you get the clues from it. Anyway, um, if you want to learn a language, get Disney Plus. Apparently, that's what we're yeah. saying. Uh, I've fa- <laughs> found Disney Plus more useful in me learning Portuguese than Duolingo. That is 100% the truth. Duolingo, I could not do. I couldn't do it. It was too... Uh, no. Mm-mm. Nope. Let's get back to Killing Deer. Let's get back to the episode. So, Marin, you and the kobold start making your way west after a very uneventful first couple hours of searching for landable game. Like, mm-hmm. you found tons of game. You just don't have the right setup to catch it. Right. And could you give me a dex plus int check, please? Sure. And uh, this is going to be a target number, and I'm going to say it is a target number nine for difficult. Why are you making things impossible for me to get? Impossible. Don't don't you have fumble points? Yes. Do you remember how to use fumble points? Because I I can. It's a plus one to my next roll. All right. So I'm I'm going to use a fumble point. Okay. Because I that's all I wrote down. I think they use you can use fumble points for something else, but that's what I've got. Oh, I got a 13 with that plus one I used. Nice. Okay. So with a 13, um, you are making your way through the through the brush uh, trying to find game as you're slowly making your way west. You notice that as you're passing by uh, this kind of muddy streak um, that cuts through the forest, you notice some fresh in that they're still wet fairly deep hoof prints and they're kind of like a spread of three hooves kind of pressed deep into the mud like a bird like the hoof is like a bird's print is that what you mean by three or like there's three legs no i mean there's three hoofed there's there's three toes Toes. there's three toes trying try try there's three toes. There's three ungu- toes on this horse. I think an ungulate is two. You're, nope, it won't matter. There's three toes on this horse. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it's thick and and deep. It's it's dug deep into the mud and it's uh, it's, it's. I'm big. looking for a hippo. Let's go. We're going. I'm following it. I've okay. got animal tracking. You do have animal tracking. Do you want to give, uh, give me a. Int- Strength plus intelligence. Because that's how I use int. That's how I use animal tracking. No, I want you to give me an intelligence plus intelligence with. Boo. Uh, this is another target, and I'm gonna say this is actually a little more difficult at a target ten, just a little more difficult. But I'm you not gonna roll a twelve again, so I'm gonna use another fumble point. Okay. Oh, I was a point off. You got nine. Yes. Um, I think you can use multiple fumble points. Do you have any more? Yeah, I have one more. I get it. Ten. Hold on. Should we? Ch- nope. Should I've, we nope. We've rules? said it. Nope. We've said it. No. Rules are just made up. Rules are just made up. Don't look it up. It's fine. I got it. Ten. <laughs> I did it. Put it away. <laughs> You're so angry. Because I'm You're pretty so- sure the rules say that I have to call it before. Is what I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Say. I'll what- let you use Yay! Two. Don't expect me to always let you rules are bully made up. me rules are made up you can't bully me it's not bullying it's peer pressure 
They're not the same thing. Bullying is composed of four com- four components. First, someone needs to be hurting you, either your feelings or your body. Two, it needs to be happening multiple times. So either intensely multiple times in a day or over a period of time. They have to have power over you in some capacity. And there's another one that I forget. I should know this. I'm the school counselor. I should know what all four components are and I forget what it is. Well, you yelling at me about rules fits three of those three things. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't have power over you. You're the GM. Do you not? Diana has power over Zach. Yes, the player does not have power over the GM. Mm. The GM holds the power. Mm, I don't agree with that distinction. Mm. So you uh, you recognize these hoof prints as belonging to uh, a very large um, boar-like creature. It's got, um, and you know, I don't know what the name of this boar-like creature is. Could it just be a boar? No. It can't just be a boar because we're in fantasy land, Diana. Rhino boar. Okay. That's real Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, Is it not allowed to be Avatar The Last Airbender? No, no, it it is. Rhino boar. (laughs) I mean, It's a unicorn boar. That's what a rhino corn. Last last episode we called Ozmer an antler ox. So that's basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, A unibor? I I mean, it's a boar with a, a horn. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a big boar, uh, a very large boar with a large, what's, what's that animal? It, it was on, it went viral recently. The prehistoric mammal with the huge horn. Did you see this? No. Okay. Well, uh, this creature has a horn like a rhinoceros in that it is composed of hair, not of bone. That's disgusting. Continue. That's how that's what rhino horns are made of. Yeah, I know it's, disca- it's disgusting. Um, so it's got this big, uh, sharp um, horn that kind of rises out of uh, its um, forehead, but between its eyes. Does that mean that rhinos can grow new horns? I don't. Aren't they poached for their horns? They are poached for their horns, but um, I think the reason that they, I mean, I think the poachers just kill them because it's easier. I want someone to tell me. I'm not going to Google it. Do not Google it. I'm Googling it No, don't. Can rhinos grow horns? If it's just made out of hair. It's hair, not fur. So it grows. Rhino horns do grow back. I have so many questions. No, I wanted the internet to tell me. Well, I told you. Via text. Okay, fine. I guess their horns aren't actually made out of hair. They're made out of keratin. If I, saying that their horns are made out of hair is like saying that our fingernails are made out of hair, which is wild. I'm uncomfortable with oh, this conversation. A wild statement. I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. Let us move on, please. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so uncomfortable. Ugh. So it's got this big keratin horn. Um, very sharp. Like, I think a, a black rhino's horn is, like, really, like, narrow pointed. Uh, it's got these big bone tusks. But it is a... It's a big beast. It is kind of hard to take down, um, but it's got lots of meat. Perfect. We're killing it. I got some stabby bits. You do You do got stabby bits. So here's what I'm thinking. Every time I have an axe, every single time I have an axe, I throw my axe. And it is not made to be thrown by the stats. No one has ever told me that I can go around just throwing axes, but that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I always do. No one ever going to catch me. That's a meme. Is it? It's what I do. It's what I always do. Ain't nobody going to catch me. 
Cash, I, it's the cash me outside girl. That's what she says before cash me outside. I, I, no, I, cash me outside. Anyway, Dr. Phil's a hack. Okay. So I'm going to throw this what? hand axe at it. It's all related. Wait, you haven't even found it yet. It's all. Re- oh, I thought I, I, when you were describing it, I assumed I had seen it. No, no. You just. I just recognized the hook. That's what the intelligence check was for. Like you recognizing like what this big, wide, thick hoof print is. Understood. So I think Sorrel sees you um, investigating this this hoof print, and she comes up and she goes, "Well, what what is it? What is it? What is that?" Sorrel's got way too much energy, just like all the time. (laughs) Just as a side note, I explain the rhino boar. All right, all right, and she draws her sword and she's like, "All right, we're gonna get. Are we gonna get it?" Hopefully we don't die. And I take a step in the direction that the rhino boar's in. Uh, and I think Akraya kind of catches up and she goes, um, is this the type of creature we should be going for? Is this is this too risky? Maybe we should go back into town and buy some traps. With, or with a, what with what money? Do we have we have we no, no money left? No money. That is the whole point of this. We have no money. We're going to kill it. I've killed them before. We'll be fine. I just, just don't get in the way of its horns. It has a lot of them. We've been out here for several hours, and I just want to... Marin, do you know what you are doing? Did you hear the part where I said I've killed them before? All right. I don't know if you heard that part. Yes. I'll say it again, I'll, just in case you didn't hear me. I've killed them before. I, I, all right. I heard you. Wonderful. And she kind of grabs, she, she grabs her staff a little tighter and keeps following you as you make your way down this uh muddy streak and you can kind of see it turns off into the dense foliage and it has like started to uh it's left a trail because this thing is like so big it's like broken the the, boar has yeah okay it's broken a path through the foliage so why don't you give me your tracking check sure and that is at minus one i believe because of your because it's not actually your farming skill your farming skill you'd get it but at minus one what yeah no i don't have minus one anywhere it's an actual skill that i actually have i know but the farming so farmer is side job you've taken up another job on the side when you choose the farmer class choose a single skill from any other class right animal Mm -hmm. tracking however you aren't as practiced as a person of that class so you will always have a negative one penalty to the check i have that written down i think that because it's not written on my character <laughs> sheet i shouldn't have to do that lame bullying. sauce bullying. that's not bullying this is bullying i'm not bullying this you it meets three out of the three it criteria. does not i'm not hurting you it hurts my feelings you are 10 i rolled a 10 topography is an eight so i so win you rolled a 10 you got a nine because it's minus one you still succeed no I rolled an 11. I already did the minus one. Oh, I wasn't listening to the things you said. You don't. I didn't say that part because you had just told me. See, so I listened to you and you just told me it was minus one. So I did the math, which I know is confusing. And then I said the number. I said the total. I got a nat. I got a 10. That was the number that I needed. I got a 10. Yeah. I did the thing. You watched me roll it. Yeah. I got a seven and a four. Okay. Anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm the one getting bullied. <laughs> Me who's getting bullied. So you, uh, so yeah, so you you follow this this trail that the rhino boar has left in the woods until you come up across it, 
and it is, it, I think it's grazing. I feel like I always go to like creek beds, but I just feel like that's so reasonable. I just feel like that's where an animal would be in yeah. a creek bed. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of, you, you go down to, uh, you follow this trail and it's, it's down in a creek bed and it's kind of, uh, it's down on its ankles, kind of um, digging its um, tusks into the mud, pushing the mud about to try to like dig in and it's, it's gnawing on something and you can hear it making these very gross visceral pig in the trough kind of noises as it's as it's sifting through the mud to get at whatever it is that it's eating and uh it's it's big huge horn is kind of like scraping along the the creek bed as it does so and it has not noticed you and sorel and akrea are beside you and uh i think sorel kind of like goes to like charge forward past you i put my hand out and I like very quietly whisper, "We need to surround it." Oh right, right, yeah, surround it, surround it. Mm-hmm. And I take out my hand axe and I give it to Okraya. She takes it and kind of looks at you like, I, "Your job is to distract it." At first, that sounds like a very dangerous position. Okay, so you're just gonna throw it at him, oh. and then you're gonna run. Oh, okay. I think I can do that. I think so too. That's why I gave you the hand axe. All right. So um, I like we the way that I kind of imagine it is we try to like tr- triangle around the boar as much as we can, mm-hmm. and then um, if we are able to do that, I signal to Akraya to throw the axe. I do not expect her to hit it, but my hope is that she will throw the axe. It will get startled but won't run right away so that I can run out and stab it. Okay. I want it looking in the other direction. Cool. Uh, why don't you give me... All right. I think you're going to have to give me a dex plus dex test for okay. everyone to see if you can surround this thing without it noticing anyone. Mm-hmm. Marin rolled an eight. Sorrel rolled a nine. Akraya rolled a four. Okay. So the group starts spanning around and as you're so where can you describe to me like where the thir- the three of you are going again is is Akraya staying there and Sorel and Marin are, are going around the sides yeah okay so as you're as you're kind of going on one side and uh Sorel sneaks down across and crosses over the creek bed behind it and it doesn't notice and she starts going up around and Marin you are sort of you know creeping along and you have a slight misstep and you step on a a dead dry branch and it lets out this crack and it goes um, pretty gentle pretty quiet but enough that the rhino boar stops what it's doing and looks up and it's just got these huge tusks just coated in mud and moss and it's got this this big sharp horn sticking out of its forehead and these two little beady eyes and it looks up and its flat nose kind of like sniffs at the air a bit and you 
are watching it and you're sure that you know it's going to turn back because the noise was very quiet you you don't make any other noise and just before it goes to turn back so you can get in position akraya panics and you see her like very nervously run out into the clearing and throw the axe and the axe kind of flails through the air before the flat side of it just kind of slaps against the rhino boar's rump and it turns and it looks at her for this week thank you so much for joining us we hope that you enjoyed this episode Ryutama was designed by Atsuhiro Okada and translated into English by Matt Sanchez and Andy Kitkowski you can find more at kotohi.com we want to thank Zach B our editor and producer without whom this show would not get made if you didn't hear goblin noises in the very beginning or awkward silences or lots of clicking and cell phones and all that thanks thanks Zach B thanks for doing your job we also want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with the Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps other people to find us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps this show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain it and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other things. Every dollar makes a huge difference. This episode was sponsored by patrons Ishan Mitra and Michael Bolton. Michael is an enigmatic pega of soul known as the mysterious Scribe of the Whales, their shrine a perfectly round stone at the edge of a cliff. Thank you so much for your support, Ishan and Michael. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. Thank you.